This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Sunday morning means it is time to check in with Claire Newell and find out what's happening in the world of travel. Claire, thanks so much for being with us once again. Oh, thanks for having me, Jill. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the dreamy type of travel. (laughs) Not the hostels. (laughs) (laughs) Not the hostile side of it. And I was thinking about this. We're actually going to be talking about where royalty stays. Now, obviously, um, they live in palaces. and But when they're on vacation, they go to some places, some that are kind of untouchable, I think, or really, really expensive private islands and that type of thing. But there are some places that royalty over the years have stayed that are actually places that maybe some of us could afford. Some more expensive than others. But one quick story I should tell you about. I, you know, I love the royal family, the British royal family, and I've, I've, I remember sitting with my mom, waking up in the middle of the night, watching Lady Diana get married, and I, I you know, I, I watched Kate and Will get married with my own daughter, and then my daughter and I were going over to London, and I just thought that, you know, I'm in the travel industry. I should have known this a lot longer ago, but I, what I wanted to do was see if there was a way that you can get closer to Buckingham Palace, whether that was a private tour or something. And turns out you can actually go in over the summer months and it's not that expensive and you get uh, much closer access to see certain rooms in Buckingham Palace and then you can go for tea or coffee in their back garden, which they turn into a cafe called the Garden Cafe just during the summer months. And only a limited number of tickets are sold. But if you're interested in doing that, it's a really fun thing to do. All right. A, a bit of a place, yeah, rather than just walking by a more uh, in-depth tour. Yeah. Okay. So the first hotel talking about, about La La is LA. <laughs> so this is a hotel that Princess Grace, and I loved the stories of Princess Grace. I think she was more like the Lady Diana of my mom's generation. And she, when she first started to date uh, the Prince of Monaco, she stayed at a hotel called the Hotel Bel Air Los Angeles, and it's still there today. And if you want to stay there, it's $700 a night. And now she lived at that hotel for months and months. And then Prince Albert, he would often go there as well. So, but that's the standard room, 700 bucks a night, pretty expensive. (laughs) But (laughs) the next one is also somewhere Princess Grace stayed over in Europe, the Hotel Denali. Now, this one is in Venice, and um, it was often visited uh, uh, by Princess Grace, and she would go over and see the Prince of Monaco there. It was kind of their little rendezvous spot. And this one is $800 a night, but a really beautiful property. If you have ever been to Venice, it's one of those places where even if you don't stay there, you go buy it, maybe have a drink in it, um, and walk around the lobby. Really, really beautiful. Mm. Okay, bringing it back to Prince Harry. Okay. <laughs> so he's been known, you know, he's he's partied in Vegas, and he's um, he, he likes to have fun. But it, within the past year or so, he stayed at a property called the Blue Water Resort in St. John's Antigua. And actually, my younger brother went and went to just check this property out over Christmas break. And it's an all-inclusive resort that many of us would have stayed at, potentially, $250 a night. He didn't stay in the standard room, though. He stayed in a 2,600-square-foot penthouse suite. Um, but you know, if you, it is a property that, especially from the East Coast, where you can fly nonstop to Antigua from Toronto, 
that people stay in, and they stay in all the time. See, that seems a bit more reasonable. Yeah, a bit more reasonable. And another one that's a little easier for us to get to, also fairly reasonable, starting anywhere between three and $400 a night, is the Hotel Del Coronado in Coronado, California. So down, you fly into San Diego, and it's quite an iconic property. And the reason that royalty, the, the royalty who stayed there was Edward, Prince of Wales, and it's where he met Wallace Simpson, the woman that he abdicated the the throne for. So if you watch the crown, he gave that, he gave up um, his seat and gave it to uh, Queen Elizabeth's dad. And he just walked away from the throne. So they stayed there um, back and forth. And she actually lived there at the time that they met. And you can still see it today. Okay. Really bringing it home. <laughs> Prince William and Kate Middleton. So one of the properties that they stayed in when they first traveled was the Carlisle, which is a Rosewood hotel. We have, and it's in New York, we have one here, a Rosewood property, the, the Hotel Georgia. So one of the, that brand's properties is in the Upper East Side in New York City, the Carlisle. It is gorgeous. And there are times I've seen that hotel for $250, $300 a night, which for New York is a really good price for a five-star hotel. But the one that comes to mind the most is one in Queenstown in New Zealand. And they stayed at a property called the Matakauri Lodge. And it is one of those properties that is about $700 a night. And it's iconic. They always stay in the most iconic properties. But it's just fun to go back and look at where they've stayed over the years. Because so many of us, when we're growing up, we want to live like a, a princess and... And nowadays, a lot of the, the castles and things all over the world have, they've become too much to upkeep. You see properties in Tuscany or in even the UK or in Ireland, and they can't afford to keep them up, so they've turned them into hotels. So now you can stay in properties, if you want to, that are castle or manor house stays where royalty used to live. And does it help out or do you think, do hotels cash in on the fact that if royalty has stayed there, like the Hotel Bel Air or uh, the Hotel de Coronado, uh, do they make a point of making sure guests now know that they might be staying in a room where royalty has slept? Absolutely. In fact, in many of the hotels on their websites, you'll find out it will be something that they use as their claim to fame. It will also be in the hotel. You'll have pictures, maybe signed pictures of the guests who may have stayed there. But it's a real talking point for these properties. It's kind of the same way that if a celebrity these days, or, or again, royalty, if they stay there, we all know where they're going. The, the media are all over it. The hotel is usually plastered all over the internet and all over media. So we know where they stay. Oh, exactly. And in Vancouver, I know if you hang out uh, outside the Pacific Rim Hotel, you're bound to see a celebrity or two walk by because a lot of them stay there. Yeah, and it's, it is kind of fun. I remember, and this has, keep in mind, my kids were quite young when we did this, boo, seven and nine. But I remember we were in Paris and we were not staying at the property, but we were at a very fancy hotel called La Costa's and we were having a cocktail and lunch at the, at the lobby restaurant. And my kids were more excited that they got to see the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was more excited that I saw Jennifer Aniston at that property than anything during that trip. It was a kind of a fun talking point. Oh, yeah. It can make it super fun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure can. Now let's go kind of bring it real. We have some really, really good deals this week. So I have four with me and I thought that maybe if we can go through all four, yes, of um, course. people might be interested. The first one I've got is to Los Cabos, Mexico, and it's a, a real last minuteer. If you can leave February the 6th, airfare and seven nights in a four-star beachfront all-inclusive resort. It's called the Royal de Cameron. Lots of people know it if they are from BC. It's a very popular property there. $769 taxes of 441 so 1210 per person all in for that all inclusive in Los Cabos Mexico now we're talking about royalty mm-hmm. and the royal wedding where Harry and Meghan Markle is like the talk in London if you um if you're planning a trip you know you have to avoid the the week that they're actually getting married it's very expensive already a lot of media are going to be in town um but if you can go a little bit beforehand so march the 28th april the 4th or april 18th i found a great package that includes airfare and seven nights hotel the property is called the montana kingsington now it's a three star really well located you can of course upgrade from there but it includes your breakfast every day and the airport transfers which can be very expensive in london but the whole package 989 taxes of 598 that works out to 1587 per person for a week's vacation in london yeah not bad at all and like you said if you're hopping if you wanted to go at the same time as the wedding you'd probably be paying a lot more than that Yeah, you sure will. And I think there's a lot of buzz around the about the UK right now and Ireland. So people are combining the two going into maybe London and then flying over to Dublin and taking in both places. So the next is Maui. So the weather here is a little bit yucky, <laughs> but um I have a brother who's been sending me pictures from Maui this week. Um it's pretty nice. So April the 2nd through the 29th I'm finding the best prices. So this is would be after um the spring breaks over and also easter so airfare and seven nights in a four star accommodation it's called the kapalua villas in maui uh some of the villas are closer to the water others have a beautiful view of the water but a very nice four star accommodation 1119 so 1119 taxes of 269 that works out to 1388 per person about 5 or 600 dollars cheaper than I've seen that property in a while so a great deal for Maui now the next a real bucket list trip and if you've ever have you been to Australia Joe I have not it's on the list but I've always felt like and I I probably shouldn't feel this way but I felt that it seems similar to Vancouver so it keeps getting pushed down the list and maybe you're that's just in, Sydney no you're not alone in thinking that a lot of people feel that and it also has a very expensive airfare component to it So one of the things I look for often are really cool cruise itineraries that hit that country and they don't come up that often but there is one coming up on September the 18th so lots of time to plan for this but it's a beautiful 10 night itinerary that hits Queensland and the Great Barrier Reef which is a very much a bucket list uh, destination so this cruise hits Sydney Brisbane Willis Island Port Douglas Cairns and Airly Beach and then heads back to Sydney. The airfare 10 night cruise. So that means all of your meals, accommodation, entertainment all included. A $75 Australian dollar onboard credit and the transfers 24.99. Taxes on that are 7.98 they're high, but they um they have the air and the cruise component of taxes, but it works out to 32.97 per person all in. 
for that um, Queensland and Great Barrier Reef cruise. And if you were going to try and do that on your own, my guess is you'd spend a lot more money. You would spend a fortune because you not only would you need the airfare over to Sydney, but you'd need the airfare between. So into Brisbane, over to Cairns, um, back to Sydney. The meals, because the Australian dollar is strong against our Canadian dollar right now, it's expensive to actually eat there. So having the meals on board and then going off and doing the excursions is such a nice way to see it. Plus, you're only unpacking once, Jill, which I I think is a huge bonus in this itinerary. (laughs) Yes, that is definitely a plus. All right. Well, those are some uh, great deals, great advice. Claire, good to chat with you, and we will check in with you again next weekend. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.